in Revelation, the fifth chapter, I want to begin my reading. It's already been read into your hearing, verses 7 through 13. I want to read verses 1 down to verses 6. Revelation chapter 5, starting with verse 1, and I'm reading from the New International Reader's Version of the Bible. Then I saw a scroll in the right hand of the one sitting on the throne. The scroll had written on both writing on both sides. It was sealed with seven seals. Verse 2, I saw a mighty angel calling out in a loud voice. He said, who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth could open the scroll. No one could even look inside it. I cried and cried. That's because no one was found who was worthy to open the scroll or look inside. Then one of the elders said to me, don't cry. The lion of the tribe of Judah who has won the battle, he is the root of David. He is able to break the seal, seven seals, and open the scroll. Then I saw a lamb that looked as if he had been put to death. He stood at the center of the arena or at the center of the area around the throne. The lamb was surrounded by the four living creatures and the elders. And he had seven horns and seven eyes. The eyes stand for the seven spirits of God which are sent out into the world. And may the Lord bless the reading of his word. You may be seated in the house of the living God. And may his word challenge and charge us to change and growth and growth and change. Let me hit my intro on this wise. My assignment today <clears throat> is not to try and explain Revelation chapter 5. You have a Dallas theologian who is capable and able to explain this. That's, that's not my assignment. My, 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 my assignment today is to uh, help New Direction Church to appreciate your Sunday morning praise and worship celebration. That, 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 that's my assignment today. Ain't my assignment try to explain them seals and them scrolls and them vials and them bowls. That ain't my job. I'll leave that to your pastor. Amen. And, and this text is prophetic, however, in literature and has more to offer than I have time to explain. So, so, so I'm just summarizing. Can I do it? You can't blame me. You can't, you can't get on me for just summarizing stuff. Amen. Can I do it? Amen. Can I do it? Can I do it? 
can I do it? John here was on the Isle of Patmos having this vision. And uh, uh, um, what he sees here is straight up blowing his mind. And while at the same time um, is a disturbing sight, he looks and he sounds stressed by what he sees. You ever been to that place where you see something and you stressed out by just seeing it? Well, here's where, here's where John, well, John was, was straight up stressed out. Why was he stressed? Well, there was nobody available to open the book. Nobody. I, I mean, nobody. But then, but then out of nowhere, out of, out of thin air, Jesus steps in and he steps up and he resolves John's whole stressful situation. So John here starts feeling better about what he sees. Uh, he sees Jesus as a lion appearing as a lamb, uh, a, a slain lamb. Uh, Jesus looked like he had been through something, and he did because when he was hanging there on that cross, dying for the sins of you and I, died an ignominious death, they, 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 they slaughtered him like a lamb. And, and, and so John sees this lion of a giant looking like a lamb who had been through. And I, I want to suggest to you today that, that, that when you decide that you want to continue in sin, always look at what Jesus did bearing the marks of the sins of you and I on his, in his hands and in his feet and on the crown of his head. Always remember that he was slain just for you. I talk to you. Um, 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 however, there, there is something uh, more compelling about this passage. Uh, Jesus is all that it says he is. He, it, it is, it is, it is. It is all that the text says that he is. Can I prove it to you? There, there are two words that stick out in uh, this text. One is the word worthy, and the other is the word worship. Somebody say worthy. Somebody say worship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when Jesus here set the record straight about his deity and his humanity, these men sang, watch this now, what they saw. They sang what they saw. I'm just trying to help you how to, when you walk into the worship center here, to learn how to worship God in spirit and in truth and forget about your issues, for, forget about your worries, forget about your struggles. When you enter into this building and into this place, it ought to be a place where you can learn to praise him for who he is. I wish I had time. I wish I, I wish I had time. Well, they saw here. What they, what they saw here was his attributes. Somebody say attributes. So, so they started singing how the Bible says in a loud voice they sang, Worthy is the Lamb that was what? Slain to receive. Where's my real church? 
Worthy is better rendered deserving. Worthy is better rendered he was good enough. Worthy is rendered that, that he's the only one. And so they sang, worthy is the lamb to receive attribute number one, and that's power. Is it in the text? In the Bible that I read, I saw the word power there, which speaks not only of his physical strength, but, but also of his holy, unchallenged authority, meaning he can speak and things are so, or he can touch with his hand and look with his eyes and walk with his feet. He has the power to say it. That's his authority, and he has the power to do it, and that's his might. But, 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 but they kept singing. They kept singing, worthy is the the lamb who is who is honored and worthy to receive not only power uh, but they sang worthy attribute number two to receive wealth meaning 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 he has all the riches in both uh, heaven and earth can I talk to you it's unmeasured richness. It's it's unmeasured riches. It's it's un it's 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 sole ownership. Uh, he is the only proprietor of all of the riches, and and he can expend and he can dispense his riches to whomsoever he wants to, whenever he wants to, how he wants to, and 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 he wants to because that's how he does it. That's what he do. You, you rich, it's because he dispensed it to you. If you're rich, it's because he has delegated you in order to receive his riches because nobody is richer than God in heaven all by himself. He sits in a place all by himself. Nobody owns it all. He owns the cattle, the Bible says, on a thousand hills. Can I talk to you? And so they sang, they kept singing, they kept, they kept singing. This thing started getting gooder and gooder to them. And so they kept singing, worthy is the lamb who is honored and worthy to receive attribute number three. And that's wisdom. He, he, meaning he opens, he operates in the natural office or in his natural office and acts in the position of his omniscience, y'all. Ain't going to say nothing yet. He, 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 he occupies the realm in where he sits as the sole person to operate in wisdom. Y'all not going to say nothing yet. He is there all by himself. In short, wisdom is manufactured and wisdom is produced and wisdom is orchestrated by God. When you look at wisdom, it's all about God. You ain't smart enough. You ain't been around long enough. That's what he was talking to Job about. Where were you, Job, when I formed the, the, the sky? And he said, I sit on the circle of the earth. Where was you? You don't have enough. You ain't equipped enough to have the kind of wisdom that God has here. Have I got a witness? But they kept on singing. They, they kept on singing. They said, worthy is the lamb uh, to receive uh, honor and glory and strength. But the, the, the next attribute here is, he says, to receive strength. Let me stop for a second. Strength. His strength is, a, is his ability to, 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 to uh, back up what he says. I've got a witness here. Just in case you don't think he can. Just in case 
You don't think he can deal with your issue. His, his, his strength is his ability to stand on nothing and reach back into nowhere and produce whatever he wants. That's his strength, y'all. And make no mistake about it, Jesus can back himself up without any assistance from anybody on the outside. Y'all not going to say nothing yet? In other words, don't get done up by Jesus. If you want your enemy sicked on, just give him to Jesus. Stop worrying about it. Jesus can, can work it out. He'll work it out. The songwriter said he'll work it out. Have I got a witness here? But they kept singing. They kept, they kept singing. They, they kept singing, worthy is the lamb to receive not only strength but honor. Somebody say honor. Honor is nothing more than Respect. Uh, he is honored because of his great character. He's honored because of his great reputation. He's, he's honored because of his great integrity. He deserves all the honor and he deserves all the praise. But, but, but when you get beside yourself and you think that you are all that and you're up on your laurels and you be, you've become professional in whatever it is that you do, you got to stop and think about who got you there. Promotion don't come from your boss. Promotion don't come from your wife. Promotion don't come from your husband. It comes from the Lord. He gets you there. I've got a witness here. But they kept on singing. They kept, they kept singing. They kept on singing. Am I doing all right on time? They kept singing. Worthy is the lamb to receive not only honor, but to receive glory. Glory here is nothing more than his brightness, his brilliance, and his beauty at work. Meaning his glory can blind your suffering. His glory can blind your afflictions when you call him into the situation. I've got a witness here. It was like the Hebrews who were out there crossing the Red Sea when Pharaoh and his jacked up army started towards the nation of Israel. And the Bible says that they were blinded by his Shekinah glory. He had a cloud by day and a pillow of fire by night. Why? Because he was protected his people. I don't care what you're going through right now. I don't care what your suffering is right now. I don't care what your affliction is right now. You need to sit God's glory on it. Have I got a witness here? Have I got a witness here? But it kept on singing. And they kept on singing. And they kept on seeing what they saw. And, and, and they sang, worthy is the lamb to receive Attribute number seven, praise. Uh, Y'all not going to say nothing yet? <sighs> praise is, is a conviction. Pray, pray, praise is a confession. Uh, it's you giving thanks. Um, um. Um, its meaning comes from the Latin presium, P-E-P-R-E-T-I-U-M, presium, uh, meaning price or value, and may be defined generally as the ascription of value and worth. True praise, y'all, consists in a sincere acknowledgement of a real conviction of worth. We give him the praise because he is worth praising. We give him the praise, let me say it again, because he is worth 
praise. And I want to say it one more time for the Holy Ghost. He, we give him the praise because he is worth it. Have I got a witness here? I'm making my way to my clothes. The praise team, this this lady that just got up, I want to interpret what she just sang about. Uh, when 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 we come to this place of worship, uh, to this lamb who was slain for you and for me, worthy to receive power and worthy to receive wealth and worthy to receive wisdom and worthy to receive strength and worthy to receive honor, worthy to receive glory and worthy to receive, receive praise. We all say thank you. We got to learn how to say thank you more. Why? Because living he loved me and dying he saved me and buried he carried my sins away. Rising he justified and freed me forever. Oh what a change in my life. Oh I wish I had 10,000 tongues that I might sing his praise. I'm stealing right through here, but Dr. Charles Adams said, if I were Chinese, I'd say, oh dear. If I was Danish, I would say, mingatot. If I was Italian, I would say, grazia. If I was Hebrew, I'd say, todaraba. If I was Greek, I would say, eucharisto. If I was Japanese, I'd say, dobri abogato. If I was Portuguese, I'd say, obligato. If I was Spanish, I would say, muchas gracias. If I was German, I would say, dunkerschern. If I was French, I'd say merci beaucoup. If I was Russian, I'd say spasiba. If I was Kenya, I'd say ashanta. If I was Nigerian, I'd say ishe pupu. If I was Zulu, I would say India bunga. If I was Sutu, I'd say ke haliboha. If I was deaf, I'd just... I just... But since I am who I am, and I got what I got... I'll just say thank you. Thank you. The men ought to say thank you. The women ought to say thank you. The children ought to say thank you. Thank him in the morning. Thank him in the noonday. Thank him when the sun goes down. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've come to understand that thank you is the only activity that you and I are going to engage in throughout all eternity. There ain't going to be no different tongues when we get to glory. There will only be one tongue, and everybody will be able to say thank you in the same tongue. Have I got a witness here? Thank you for my uprising, and thank you for my downrising. Thank you when things go right. Thank you when things go wrong. Thank you when the day is shining. And thank you when the night is glowing. Somebody ought to say thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Somebody ought to say thank you. Thank you.